everybody, welcome to Live from the Backseat. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make a few quick announcements. One being that the Patreon account is up and running. So if you haven't done so already, please go ahead, check it out. Patreon.com slash Live from the Backseat. Um, we have a ton of super cool exclusive content up there um, being updated every month. So please go ahead and give that a look. And if you haven't done so already, comment, rate, and subscribe, and let me know what you think of today's episode. Let's get into it. Alrighty. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Live from the Backseat. It's your girl, Simone. Um, today, I am joined by um, somebody I actually met quite randomly. <laughs> you know, normally, I'm like, by this person that I've known for a long time, but not today. Um, I'm joined by Elise. How you doing? Um, he's quite awesome. I met him when I was at Matchbox. Um, he, if you're ever in Silver Spring, uh, go to Matchbox Silver Spring. Ask for him because yeah, he's amazing. The best. Um, yeah, and he was really cool. And so here we are. We're gonna podcast. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and podcasting? Introduce yourself and uh, you know. Um. Okay. I mean, I'm Elise. Um. I'm a server at Matchbox, um, and my interest outside of Matchbox uh, would be acting. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I have taken lessons before. Um, I have put in. I've tried a few auditions, um, and I'm just you know. So you're on, an aspiring actor. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, that's super cool. Yeah. Awesome. So like, what? First off, what got you into acting? Cause I was gonna ask you that because I was like, every server I bartend, and I was like, I have a day job, I have a day job, but I bartend at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, everybody who do that type of shit, like, you got something you, you want to do, right, you right. want to get you doing other than that. So I was like, yeah, what got you into acting? Like, how, how what's, what about that? Um, the simple answer is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. The more, you know deeper answer would be just the fact that I want to I want to portray certain um, emotions I want other people to feel emotions that I'm trying to put out mm -hmm. so um, we live in a world where there's people that lives in all um, walks of life you know this homeless man there this pregnant lady there this guy with five kids busting his ass to you know right. put food on the table I want to be able to play those different roles and experience what they're experiencing mm -hmm. for a short amount of time and for the people watching it to feel a certain way about it okay that's awesome that's so cool. like what was your like let's just start with like what was your childhood like like what um like i know you say you're from silver spring mm -hmm. um and then you moved right mm -hmm. to new york mm -hmm. and back and now you're in dc but like um what things kind of influenced you in your childhood? You mentioned Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, how yeah. did that influence you in your journey and just in general? Um, 
the reason so the reason Elise is on this podcast other than the fact that he's just cool and like you know is a Swaggy. aspiring actor Swaggy. um you know i think aspiring <laughs> artists are wonderful um you no know, i'm you know i'm with the shits when it comes to that um but no you know you had you were talking about like you know ideas you have for haiti and your art and stuff so like mm-hmm. just you know you you have these interests and these ideas what inspired and influenced that Mm, that's a loaded question. Um, well, as a, as a kid, I was very imaginative. Mm-hmm. I was living in a dream world, like um, every you know, just in my own world, in my own space. Um, everywhere I went, you know, I was never this like great student that went to class and did everything I was told to do. Mm-hmm. I did the exact opposite everybody told me to do. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm an, I am a natural born rebel. What is your sign? Hold on, when is your birthday? I'm a cancer. Okay. So I flow with the water. Okay. You know, no, okay. you can't control the water. You know, you, you just try to, con- you're, you're just like a boat in the water. You just try to control yourself, try to not sink, but you can't control the water. So I, by nature, and even subconsciously, will, you know, will be a rebel. I will not listen to anybody, you know. So that's what I was uh, you know it, you told me that it was nap time in, as you know in preschool you know I'm standing up I'm gonna right. run around you know <laughs> so, badass kid yeah I was a badass <laughs> kid so um I, as a and then um you know then I got to this age where you know if I can't go outside I'm watching TV so I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah and I identified um with the character um with Will Smith's character and um and I just told myself as a kid I want to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What he's doing because he's being who I am on TV. Yeah. I'm that in real life. You mm-hmm. understand what I mean? Yeah. So. So it resonated with you. Big time. Like to your what who you felt you could be or were in real life, right? Right. Right. Um, and so, and that's pretty much how Will Smith was. You know, everyone tried to control him. Yeah. You know, he's like, nah. You bring him to private school. I'm putting my jacket inside out. You yeah. Know, you know, you want me to come to this formal meeting, I'm wearing this green hat with the Jordans. Yeah. I might have the tuxedo thing on, but everything else is going to be me. So yeah. that's that's kind of like how it was, you know, as far as personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that shaped, like, your self-image in a sense, right? Your character, I guess. Yeah. Um, as, as far as Haiti. Yeah. Um, you know. We'll I, touch on that. You're from Haiti, right? Uh, well, I mean, I've never been to Haiti before. But you're Haitian. Yeah, I'm Haitian. Yeah. By blood. Yeah. You don't you don't have to be there to be, to be from there. You still yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, by blood. By blood. Yeah, I'm you, Haitian. You Haitian. Yeah, you you, got you the, can't change the blood. You got the, you got the blood birth rights. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, so um, you've never been there before, but like clearly you feel strongly connected to your Big culture. Time. Like where uh, where does that come from? Are both your parents Haitian? Both of my parents are Okay. Haitian. And like um, did your both, are your parents together or is it where you're from? Nah. Um, no, yeah. nah, my mom passed when I was um, oh, wow. eight eight years old, and my dad is, you know, he's yeah. somewhere since it was spring. I don't know uh-huh. what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. So, like, how did you, given your situation, like, how, where did those strong ties to your homeland come from? Or, like, who fostered, how did you foster those ties, you know what I mean, yeah. even under those circumstances? Um, It, it started with... Um, you know, I always had questions growing up. I would ask mm-hmm. my mom um, uh, because my mom was like the most religious person in the world. Mm-hmm. And I would ask my mom like certain questions like, you know, I think as a kid, somebody had died over some money, whatever. 
um, and I asked my mom, like, why why do people kill over a dollar bill? Mm -hmm. And she was kept telling me that people die every day. She, her English wasn't that good. So that was like her response, like people die every day. But I was like, I couldn't understand why people, you know, would kill over a dollar bill. And then I get to an age where I understand the symbols that are on the dollar bill and the things of that nature. But mind you, my mom is religious mm -hmm. in the Christianity faith. And so as I start to understand the society that I live in and I look back in hindsight and seeing how my mom was religious as a kid. And I was like, well, how did you get to be so religious? Um, because when I learned U.S. history, Haiti has a lot to do with U.S. history. Mm -hmm. So in the U.S. Revolutionary War, Haiti was on the front line of that yeah. against the British. And so there's a good chance that had we not been in the front line um, helping U.S. Revolutionary War, we'd all be talking like the mm -hmm. Queen of England. Yeah. So um, the Louisiana Purchase, um, that whole culture, you know, uh, Mardi Gras is, is Haiti's uh, is Haiti's culture. Uh, the, the, the founding and the development of Chicago was by a Haitian man. Um, so we we've always been we, we got to, like, if, if you really, if you go deep in U.S. history, then you understand Haiti was there all along. Mm -hmm. And Haiti was such a staple that after they had beat the British, the Spaniards, and the French, and the Belgium, and just about everybody that tried to enslave us, mm -hmm. we sent a message out all over the world to every black man and woman being enslaved that if you want to... Um, if once you set foot on the shores of this island, you yeah. are a free person. Right. And um, after we declared ourselves um, right. free, um, we finally wrote our constitution, and and it was there. So it, it just opened my mind up, you know. To once I started learning about my background, I started, you know. So learning just, your history yeah. just really inspired. So your mom was really big on that. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, about like more about your childhood um i know you said your mom passed when you were eight like yeah. if, if that's a touchy topic for you by the way you can just be like oh, you know sorry yeah no i'm good um well, you can let me know when i'm pushing too much with questions um but like how get your Solomon and god on how did <laughs> so yeah like in that how, like what how did that impact you how did like the um, of the passing of your mother like impact i mean it impacted everything impact your life because it sounds like you guys were very close and like she was a strong foundation for like your spirituality and your uh, your your family self-identity your yep. family you know everything yep. so you uh, just yeah like, um i mean it impacted everything everything you could think of i mean the family wasn't the same the family got more separated i eventually got kicked out the house um at 16. Um, I was left. I had like a lot of questions that I needed answers for, <laughs> mm -hmm. like what the fuck is death, and and it, I came. I remember coming to a conclusion that this can't be like the end of life. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just be gone, evaporate, and it right. just that's yeah. it. No, like I, you're somewhere. Like we will have to see yeah. each other one day. Yeah. Like this, you know, because if they say. If they truly say that your body is just a vessel, then that means you are just this little spark inside of this mm -hmm. big body. And I kind of came to that conclusion before Muhammad Ali passed. I remember he met George Bush. Mm 
And George Bush was the shakiest I ever seen. He was like this on the <laughs> stage, right? And George Bush was trying to give him a handshake and he grabs his hand and he uh, moved his hand out of his hand like, don't touch me. And I was like, he ain't never changed. Like, he's still that same person that was in his prime mm -hmm. in the 60s um, as a boxer. It's mm -hmm. just his body has gone old. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, so your body could die, but this never died, that little, yeah, that's that little spark. So yeah, so I, I just, when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, she's somewhere. Right. You know, but the impact that it had on me, I mean, yeah. I just didn't give a fuck about a lot of shit after that. Yeah. You know, I didn't, um, my pops was... I mean, terrible, terrible, terrible leader. Mm -hmm. Ter was it? Do you think? Do you think that um, his lack of leadership was like a projection of maybe his like grief or something else? We or? thought that, but have, um, have but when I spoke to my uncle for the first time a couple years ago, mm -hmm. um, he kind of um, he kind of told me how he grew up and. Um, and I got a lot of closure from that. I was like, okay, so it's not us. It's not, you know, he's always been crazy. Yeah. So. It's like just how he copes type shit. He's just crazy. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, what, I don't know. He's just crazy. Mm -hmm. And he always been crazy. Yeah. And both his parents died by the time he was nine. So I kind of understand that, that shit right. would make you crazy. Yeah. And you grew up in Haiti. Yeah. So you come so he just has his own baggage that he's carrying with and, and he right. deals with it the best way he knows how but right. that might not be the best way for a family for, right. the, for everybody else right, right. yeah right. so um I, you know I, I end up uh dropping out of high school um mm -hmm. what I, year was that I want to say 07 okay 06 07 mm -hmm. how old are you I'm 31 oh for real yeah you just, you look so younger than that. I get that. <laughs> like, you look so young. I don't, I look at my face and I'll be like, damn, I'm you, getting old. I would have thought you were like 25 Five. tops. I'm 25. I would have thought I was like, I would, I was like, he probably like 25. No. 31. I, I mean, you're that. not that old. No. I'm, I also have said I would stop making fun of people 30 and 31 lately. So, I'm just, you guys are welcome. It's this gonna, is evidence of me not making fucking fun of y'all for being fucking old. Okay? It's, it's going to catch up to you anyways. <laughs> I used to do the same thing. It's going to catch up to you. So. Okay, so you like dropped out and... Yep, dropped out. What did you do when you dropped out? Like Where, where did I go? Yeah. I always wonder that when people drop out of school. I'm like, so what do you do with your time? Because when I was a teenager, I mean, I skipped school often way more than i should have right. all the time but it's also like what am i gonna do if i'm not in school right like that's always i was like what the fuck i might as well go to school because what yeah. else what else am i gonna do with my time i don't know um i was on the streets mm -hmm. i want to keep it you know, funky i was on the streets um i was uh getting into street things i was uh -huh. hanging around with different types of people yeah um, and I was learning what the world was, what, what the world truly is, <laughs> Yeah. you know, um, because up until that time I was just in a box. Yeah. I was just, you know, uh, cause at that age I thought I was going to be in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So that, okay. that was like my You dream. are tall. How tall are you? Six three. Okay. So I thought. Maybe I was, I'm just a munchkin cause you look way taller than that to me. <laughs> yeah, you're a munchkin. I was like, 
just mad small because yeah. I was like, you look like way taller than that. There, there's people okay. that's a lot more taller than that. Yeah. You know, like 6'6", six, six, but 6'6 six, six doesn't come crazy to me like how 6'6 six, six goes crazy to other people. Though. Yeah. Honestly, well, that's what I was going to say. I thought you were like 6'5". Nah. If I was 6'5", I, I might have made it to the NBA. <laughs> I were you nice? I were you nice like that? Nah. I had potential. Uh-huh. I wasn't uh, well, um, you know, as polished as everyone else. But um, I had the heart. You know, yeah. I had the heart, and um, and I had athleticism. I was jumping, jumping out the gym. So, had I not been a knucklehead and just like <coughs> honed in on my skills, yeah. you know, you never know. But um, but I was a knucklehead. You know, like I said, a rebel. Yeah. So, was kicked out. The guys' counselor was like, you know what? You should just get your GED. You know. I was like, you know what, fuck you. So I've been going to New York back and forth anyways. Um, you got was, fam up there? Is that why? Or yeah, I got some fam okay. up there. I got friends up there. <laughs> um, my mom, when she came from Haiti, she went to Brooklyn, you know. Um, so I, I probably would have been born up there, but my dad does not like New York with a passion. And so... Um, New York's a dangerous city. New York's my favorite city in the whole world, though. There's nothing like it. I, I love New York. Oh. <laughs> I do. I really love New York. Like, yeah. that New York holds a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. So, I'm... Um, I'm you know, I was on the streets. I smoked my first cigarette. Um, um, so, you just got, my first you just got dr- out there rolling. I just said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you said, fuck it! I was like, I ain't going... You know, I was... The emotion that I was feeling at that time, it was yeah. like, fuck everybody. Yeah. I felt like it. everybody was just like against me somehow. Mm-hmm. You know? I felt like I was by myself. Yeah. You know? And so, I'm just like this youngin' in New York City. And I'm you homeless. You were staying with family. Oh, you was homeless. Yeah, okay. big time I was homeless. I didn't want anything that would come back to my pops like, you know... Ooh, mm-hmm. nah, I wanted to cut everything off. So. Yo, so you wanted like no ties. No ties yeah. at all. <laughs> and then, um, and so I, I remember, I remember being seventeen, about mm-hmm. to turn eighteen. I think I, um, I went to this shelter called Covenant House. Mm-hmm. You know, I met a few guys there. I met a few people there, and I mean, everything just went on from there. I just, just started seeing life. You know, imagine seeing life in New York City. Like, oh shit! Like, that must have been scary. So you were like, you were young. I was scared, not one bit. I was curious. I was mm. curious. I was, um, I don't know, but fear. There was no need to be fear. I've never felt fear. Do you feel like you, your lack of fear was because you felt like you didn't have anything to lose? So it's like, what is there to be afraid of? I'm not sure. Hmm. I just. I felt like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I just wasn't scared. You mm-hmm. know? Well, I'm not scared. I, I learned how to survive. You know, I learned I learned how to hustle mm-hmm. um, in any which way manageable. Um, I don't know. As, as matter of fact, I just had a lot of fun. I yeah. had so much fun that <clears throat> maybe about four or five years later, um, I spoke to my dad for the first time. He's like, yeah. I'm going to contact, you know, somebody that we know in Brooklyn. I'm going to contact this person so you can go stay with this person. How old are you at this time? I was probably like, um... You were like in your 20s by this point, right? Maybe 20, 21, 21, yeah. maybe. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, nah, I don't need your help. I'm I'm good. And he was pissed off about that. And I'm like, you're just so egotistical mm-hmm. that you think 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so was, it's like, was there a lot of power struggle in that relationship in a sense? Like him wanting to like... Want to control everything? Yeah, like wanting him wanting to have... Like, because you know, sometimes I feel like sometimes parents, when they're scared, they like... <clears throat> and I have a two-year-old and I, I feel like even I do this sometimes. Like you get scared, so you get like hovery. And it's like... Well, let me just control a little bit because you know what I'm saying I'm gonna protect you, yeah. but it creates this like power struggle between the child and the parent because the kid is like, fuck off. Let uh, me. Ex- I think maybe life. I think. Let me. I think maybe his friends was like, oh, you don't know what type of <laughs> shit he gonna get to. What if, what if he gets killed? You mm-hmm. know, what if this happens? Yeah, I mean that's so that's, he, that's that's reasonable fear for any parent. Yeah, so I think he just he was just like, you know what? All right, I ain't gonna allow him back in my house because that'll make me look like a bitch. Mm. But. Hey, you know, I know somebody. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. The last thing you said to me was, when you leave here, you either going to be dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them for me. You understand? So, I... Would you have gone back to his house if that was Hell an nah. No. I love the freedom. Because of your pride I was and the freedom. Yeah. The freedom, the pride, the wanting to... Um, hell no. Nah. That would have been the worst thing that ever happened to me. Huh. Um, that me doing this is what made me the person I am. Yeah, no, completely. I completely, I completely see that. And I, I, one thing I believe is that like you have to appreciate your journey <laughs> for good or for bad. Um, there's not really like good or bad situations. It's just pleasant and unpleasant. Like right. there's just a, you can go through a bunch of unpleasant shit, but it's you can you can make it for your purpose, right? right? So I completely understand. I just think it's I, I'm just asking because it's interesting to like. One, it's it's interesting how you're so like open about it, that situation, and you said open? Um, yeah, like you're you're open, which is great. Like I think that's fabulous that you're so open about that situation, and also like just um, how you're emotionally like aware of like how these situations made you impacted you at that time. When I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of young men aren't like. And and maybe this is because you're 31 and now you have this hindsight 2020 it's vision. I'm yeah, you're like it's definitely because I'm 31. <laughs> like because you know like I was at not that, this mature because at that time yeah. you know a lot of young men don't have. It's hard to uh, well just for young people in general. It's hard sometimes like when you're in something to see, you know how that makes you feel or like mm-hmm. just to recognize those emotions. And then I feel like in like moving forward from that sometimes if something was traumatic for people or like really hurtful like it just never gets acknowledged Mm -hmm. it's like you know what i mean it's just like oh well fuck that like fuck that person fuck that situation Mm -hmm. like and it just stays like that you know what i mean but then it's like so that's why i was asking because it's it's interesting to like look at or to it's interesting for me to see how different people like cope through things Mm -hmm. i'm very interested in that i mean if if you don't do that (laughs) you'll never discover your gifts like like um even through that journey in new york city i've mm-hmm. discovered my gifts yeah which which my my i had this gift since i was born all along yeah. it was just suppressed because i thought i was gonna be an nba mm-hmm. you know whatever the case is may acting, be is, acting no acting gift? is just the vehicle <laughs> to express my gifts yeah my gifts is just your expressiveness my expressiveness my my me being able to touch other people yeah and so what's the best way to do that through acting yeah so um that's what i was gonna ask did you find acting while you during your time in new york because it's such a you know i mean acting <sighs> is big in new york There's lots of struggling and aspiring actors go there to find their way you know yeah. so did, I mean, was, did that influence you or was or were you like so in survival mode that you didn't even really 
you weren't even really thinking about that. Yeah, I, I wasn't really thinking about acting. Um, I was definitely in survival mode. Mm -hmm. um, but it started creeping up on me where people kept saying, you know, you should, you should model. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm not really into the modeling industry. I mm -hmm. don't like the politics behind it. It's just weird. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, I know people kind of try to put acting and modeling together. It's different. Modeling is just weird, you know, weird people. Um, people was like, Yo, you, you should act. I remember I was living in a shelter called um, Ready, Willing, and Able to Dough Fund in Harlem. And it was a working shelter, so they put you to work by sweeping the streets in the garbage. Mm -hmm. They would have contracts throughout yeah. New York City. And so I was working on 86 and Lexington Avenue, I believe. And there was this white guy named Joe. <laughs> he stopped me, and we had this conversation. So while we're talking, he stops me. He said, wait a minute. I said, what? He, he says, <laughs> he goes, um, have, have you ever thought about acting? And I was like, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. And he was like, you have, you have this sense of vulnerability that very few black men show in Hollywood. He said, if you can show that in front of the camera, you would, <laughs> you would kill me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he was like, well, every everybody, you know, they want you to be like Samuel L. Jackson and this, that, and the third. And he's like, nah. He's like, you can. I don't know what he was saying. He was like one of those guys, you know. Oh my God, you yeah. are. He was like one of those guys. One of those artsy, yeah, dudes. yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you got it. Look at that figure. No, so, <laughs> right, right. One of those people, you know. Okay. And um, he's like, here's a card. I know an agent. Give her a call. This night third. So make the long story short. I meet up with the agent. I don't have a resume or anything. There's not much she can do for me. She's like, I can't send you out for work, and you don't have anything to show for it. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a natural. But you know, she's. Do you have a monologue? No, I don't, I don't have a monologue. Do you, do you yeah, have a, you didn't have the preparation. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you have a uh, <laughs> uh, a headshot? No, yeah. I don't have a headshot. And you know, so that kind of. And he's. She was like stupid old. She was like old, old, old. Do you have those things? Like, did you get those things? Like, did you? Yeah, I eventually got a headshot. I yeah. got acting lessons for like a month, one-on-one -on -one acting lessons mm -hmm. while I was in the shelter paying for it out of my pocket because, mm -hmm. you know, I thought, you know, I, I really believed in myself. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I had uh, uh, I had practiced a monologue to be or not to be, mm -hmm. a little Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's what I did. And then, um, and then it didn't go any further than that. You know, it was back to survival mode after that. And so, um, you know. I, so where are you, like, now with... Um your dream like um like at this stage in your life because this is i'm like this is like what your early 20s were talking about right yeah right so now here we are we're fast forward you know almost a decade later right yeah. <clears throat> where like where are you now with with your dreams and your passions and like just how have you kind of how have you found a way to move forward because you've had a very um I mean, you, you've you've lived a life, right? Like you've you've lived a full life. You've had a lot of experiences. Wouldn't and a say lot full of, life. But well, I mean, but you. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I lived yeah. A life, though. I get what you're saying, but you've had a lot of experiences that other people haven't had, yeah. and you've survived through those experiences, and and survived in a pot. Like when I met you, like you're like 
I would have never thought you've been through right. so because you're such a like right. positive, good energy, like right. just type of person. Right. Um, it's which good acting. It's, <laughs> it's good acting. It's good acting. It's I good like acting. that. There we go. So you know how how have you managed since like since these experiences and to be who you are today and who you want to be tomorrow or in five years? Um. What do you mean by how have I managed? Like, like how ha- am I moving closer to acting? Or just right no, now? not even acting, just in general. Like how have you moved forward from that like time in your life? Because like oh, you're like you know what I mean? Like that like that's a that's a time period that sounds like it was very tumultuous and dark and mm-hmm. like and you know and you and you found this thing like okay acting this can be my thing mm-hmm. right and like this can be how I like the vessel I use for my you know to share my gift with the world and like to come to those uh, realizations is quite a lot of people don't ever come to them realizations you know what mm-hmm, i'm saying to be mm-hmm. like oh shit this could be my thing mm-hmm. um so like how do you you know fast forward to now like how did you get to now right i, I mean I, I first of all i always tell myself that i'm lucky yeah that i'm able to mature mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally at some point in my life right i'm not even gonna give it a number at some point in my life um because when i was young people was like this kid would never mature this kid would never mm-hmm. you know so, um, I just, I just, um, I, 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 I just wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. When you're not happy, you're, you're going to figure out a way to make sure you are happy. Yeah. And I had to sit down and tell myself, hold up, you was on a mission in the first place. Uh-huh. When you got here, it, you know, when you said, fuck the world, you know, you said, all right, I'm going to show everybody, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. And you have to remember that you know everything else is happening you just kind of got caught up in everything else for all these years you know that you forgot your purpose mm-hmm. and so as i got older i was like okay how, how can i make it work now how you know let's design a play to reach the end zone mm-hmm. you know and so um i was working like three jobs um when i had lost all three of them i was mm-hmm. you know fucked up in the game so I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to get kicked out of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave. And um, I called up my cousin. He was like, yo, I'm managing at this restaurant. You know, just come up. You don't even have to interview. So I came. I moved back to D.C. Mm-hmm. And so I started working. And as I'm working, you know, I started looking into what D.C. has to offer. You know, mm-hmm. I have, you know, so, you know, they got a... I, went on backstage i'm looking online mm-hmm. um for auditions yeah um I'm, you know as we speak i do have to go um get um update my headshots because you know now i got braids so it's like you know you, you can't show up with a i know some good photographers oh yeah yeah, yeah i got we can we can talk about that after i got you okay we can talk about that yeah, yeah. and so um um, and while I'm serving, people are just people are just coming up to me. This, mm-hmm. you know, lady, you, you have this, you have this it factor. You, you, what do you do right now? I said I'm an aspiring actor. I knew it. You have this it factor. I knew it this whole time. Mm-hmm. Let me take a picture. I'm sending it to my friend. My friend works as a production assistant for you know reality shows and stuff. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's that's what's up. Uh, another table. Hey, we're, we're looking for somebody mm-hmm. to play this character in a play. You would be perfect. Look, when I so serving has really been a vehicle when, for your yeah, when for I, your passion, yeah. When I opened up my heart to acting, when I came here, acting is running to me, right? As opposed to me trying to find things, right? And, 
it's running to me. It's yeah. coming to me. So I'm like, whoa, maybe I should have been was serious about this a long time mm-hmm. ago. I should have, you know, but it is what it is. It's now or never. Yeah. You know, so, so, but it's great. So now that you've, once you got, you know, once you really got serious about what you wanted to do, that energy that I always say that like, once you, all you got to do is make a move, a little slight move in the direction you need to be to show the universe that you're serious about the shit that you say you want. And once you embody that energy, you just make that slight little shift in that direction. The universe be like, thank you, my nigga. Bet. Like, I got this for you. I got that for you. Like, it's like your blessings were just waiting on standby. Like, bam, bam, bam. Like, cool. Now you're, now you showed us you a little ready. Here, take this, take that. So I always think that's very interesting. So now it's, so moving to back home was like a good thing for you in that sense. It really, yeah, uh, I've done the research on that too. Yeah. You know, Michael Ealy graduated from Springbrook, mm-hmm. got to where he was. A lot of people in the acting industry are actually from DC. You know, mm-hmm. like, whoa, Martin Lawrence and Taraji and mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, obviously. You know, and I'm just like, whoa, I didn't know it was like this big uh, black actors too. Yeah, I didn't know there was like this huge hub over here, yeah. these black actors, you know, coming out. And mm-hmm. So it inspired me, even though my favorite actor is Denzel. Yeah. Okay. Know, so. Why is he your favorite? I mean, he's just... Other than the fact that he's... He, that right? Does that even need to, like, it's Denzel? It's like, not a question, Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, you know, um, he found his niche, uh-huh. and he used that niche in every role. And yeah. it's just... It works every time. Yeah. He found it. So... That's very interesting. So, like, with your acting career, do you... What... How Denzel found his niche? Like, do you have a particular niche you want to fill or like i know you said you just you want to be able to use it as a vessel to like mm-hmm. convey human emotion to people but like I, I mean especially well i one on one level i'm asking because like there's i know that there's like the industry will try to put you in boxes mm-hmm. right as a black male mm-hmm. like as just how you look like there there's going to be certain roles that you will or will not get cast for that people are going to try to push you into roles that um, i won't even audition for. does that Keep like that. one how does that how does that affect you and then two you know like how do you like do you have a niche that you want to break out from that or how do you combat that well i i, I haven't been put in a box yet so there's um, no, kind of nothing for me to break out but i'm trying to foresee the future i'm trying to look at myself what do other people see mm-hmm. um i watch how people act around me mm-hmm. which kind of tells me how they view me mm-hmm. so some people are scared some people are nervous mm-hmm. Some people are intimidated, um, and I'm. And I want to know why you're intimidated. Why are you intimidated? You mm-hmm. don't even know me. You haven't spoke to me, but somehow you felt the need to grab your clo- your girl closer, or mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> across the street. Mm-hmm. Or I understand I'm black. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty tall, got a little height. So I understand, but why? You know, mm-hmm. what is it? So because, so that when I put myself in front of these people, I can try to either shake it or enhance it. Right. And so. Okay. Um, my thing is, um, I, you know, I don't want to be thug one, thug two, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to, you know, I, I studied acting so much. I, st- I studied these actors that are really successful, like Will Smith. Why hasn't Will Smith played a street character? Oh, because Will Smith does not want to be viewed in, in, that, street, light. in that light. Yeah. That's why he does Aladdin. Yeah. That's why, you know, the next person might be like, well, he's corny, he did Aladdin. No, he's setting himself up. So that his to next be a role, household family yeah, name. Yeah, the household yeah. family name. And, and, and so his next film could be bright. Yeah. So, you know, who else, you know? So Denzel, what, what does Denzel do? Denzel could take the regular, 
the regular everyday job mm -hmm. and just and kill it in that same role. Mm -hmm. You know, he he can be a train conductor mm -hmm. and kill it. You yeah. know, but I mean, it also changed with with age. You know, Denzel's not going to do training day again because right. he's older now. So in my class, I would probably say somebody like. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael, I'm probably like a, a year or two older than him, but um, right now I'm, I'm looking at the roles he's taking, the roles he's he's doing. You know, mm -hmm. he he did uh, Fruitville Station. You know, kind of. I'm seeing how I'm looking at the uh, online auditions, what they want to audition for, and my age group. And even though my age group would be a little younger because I do look younger than I you really am. You do look younger, yeah. So I, I'll probably be that kid that's in that college kid, maybe that sports kid, maybe that kid that just graduated college and he's going into the um, corporate world. Have you ever been interested in writing, um, in, in writing uh, uh, scripts or are you just interested in acting? Uh, for now, it's just acting. Mm -hmm. I, I want to take it one step at a time. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's a different part of your brain yeah. that you got to work and mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Yeah. And so um, right now I'm just, you know, trying to act. I'm trying to do these short films, mm -hmm. uh, student films, free. I don't care if they pay me or not. Yeah, you just need that exposure. Build the resume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To the point where, yo, you did like 13 short films and two plays. And who is this? Yo, have them audition for this play or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, and you just. Right. That makes up. sense. So you've been able to use serving as a vehicle for that. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's, it's good practice like I, yeah. I, I practice a lot as a server on my acting skills you know um <laughs> it's funny but i i've large groups i've done well in front of large groups large mm -hmm. parties I, I mean i'm i'm killing it in the mm -hmm. restaurant they're like they love me you know what i mean not to sound cocky no no you really are you but, were you were lit you were a lit yeah, server yeah. i was like yo this dude was good yeah, okay yeah yeah like this you know i've People who's written Let on me the take seats. home a pizza. I was like, "Yo, yeah, lit." Yeah, they they loved it. So I, I, t I took pride in it because I've always acted like I was in front of the camera. Yeah. So I understand. I, you know, all you need is that one good role. Yeah. Be like, yo, who's this kid, man? Bring Elise. Elise, yo, bring him in, man. This guy's a, he's a fucking genius. You know, he's, you know, he's great. You know, let's, you know, have him audition for this role. So that's that's all I'm waiting on. Yeah. You know, that's it. So you're just trying to prepare in the meantime for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Studying it, trying to get a couple of monologues under my belt, maybe like two or three. Yeah, practicing. Yeah. yeah, and also shooting free shit is like, I know, I mean, I'm big on like demand what you're worth, but I'm also big on like in the beginning, like get your experience up, you know what I mean? Like I'm not worth anything right now. I mean, right practice, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get like shooting free shit is just, and now like, now that I know you're an actor, you know what I'm saying? I be thinking of stuff that, like, I want to direct or, you know, I know people who short who do short films, shit like mm -hmm. that. It's like, oh, now I know another person mm -hmm. when I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who we're going to put in that role. Like, now I know somebody I can call and, like, mm -hmm. be like, hey, do you want to, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. it's, it, it's always good practice. Like, um, that's definitely, that's definitely very true. That's very yeah. cool. So what's next for you in your journey? Like, where... Where do you see yourself? You know, like, 2000, look, 2019 is coming to an end. And um, we're moving into a whole new, like, decade. Yeah. So what do you feel this next decade has in store for you? What do you feel the next chapter is for you? Next chapter is going to be a whole bunch of short films. I'm just going to be in so many different films, playing so many different characters. Um, 
just out. like grind mode grind mode. <laughs> grind mode chapter like, yeah, yeah it's not even it's so you not figured even, it out so now you're ready to grind yeah yeah, yeah. I, I figured it out um i'm um i might not be a matchbox um for too long yeah for too long yeah um, hey you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta move on up um I'm, I'm thinking i'm getting this overnight gig yeah and um so that it opens up my day yeah and i'm able to do what i need to do during the day mm -hmm. so I don't care about anything else. I don't, you know, people invite me to parties all the mm -hmm. time. I don't go. People invite me. I don't go. Because um, I got to go home and study the script. Yeah. Because I got to um, watch this film and mm -hmm. learn off this person. And then, which is what I do a lot. Yeah. So I, I watch, I go literally watch a whole movie with just two people talking. You know, it doesn't have to be any guns exploding, you mm -hmm. know, bombs. No, I could. I could literally watch and yeah. pick up on the mannerisms, so you, pick it up on a... Are you really into, like, cinema and, like, film? And yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you like to get into, like, directing one day or something, or...? I don't know. Like I said, that's a whole it's different just, part of your like, brain. It's just, you're just like, yeah, you're yeah, just like, yeah. yeah. it's a different part. Like, if it takes you there, it takes you it there. It takes me there, right, right, right. I'm not gonna just be like, you know, this guy sitting on a chair with these glasses, like, cut, do it. You gotta love <laughs> doing it right. Nah, I'm just... I wanna... First, I wanna be able to learn how to tap into that character right and bring it out first right. to the best of my ability so that's pretty awesome yeah well thank you for sitting down with me of i course. appreciate this this anytime. was a very interesting conversation i learned yeah. so much about I, it's 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 nice to like learn new things about new people yeah. i don't know i'm i'm really into that so yeah. wow. <laughs> i think that's cool um i now know somebody else that i can call for acting things definitely so that's awesome you know i will keep you in mind um definitely let everybody know where they can find you mm -hmm. uh social media or like anything i mean i don't know how far this will go we don't i mean we don't know <laughs> but no but i mean um, you know let them know and then because people might want to like reach out or you know what i mean and i know a lot of people who do a lot of different things yeah well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I just I know a lot of people who do a lot, lot of different, different things, shit, yeah. and you never know somebody might want to reach out. So, well, this is I'm just gonna put this out there that this is a legendary podcast right now. Yeah, like, thank you. This is legendary um, because this will be worth a lot in the future. I'm just showing you know right now. I'm just you know putting it out there, putting that out there. Manifestation. Exactly. Right. Um, don't let me get That's possessed. Money. My Instagram is R.I.P. Mama Forever. So that's R.I.P. M.A.M.A. -A, the number four E.V.A. Mm -hmm. And so that's my Instagram. You could holler at me, uh, friend me. Just don't be a weirdo in the DMs. <laughs> you know. What type of weird shit goes on in it's, male DMs? Hold on, like, like complete segues, but just, you know, maybe. A, what type of weird shit goes on in male DMs? I could, I feel like I could do a whole section of that, like send me the weird dms you get oh guys if you have weird dms take screenshots erase the people's faces and info send them to me so I'll, I'll because to i'm mad nosy Just, yeah so i would enjoy that thank you it's <laughs> no, crazy i mean i know mine can't be half as bad as yours but you know or just women in general i don't know if i get that i don't really think i get that many weirdos in my dms no no, my DMs are pretty standard. Well, I block a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I deleted and blocked a lot. Of, like, it's crazy. You know, it's, it'd be the big girls, it'd be the, it'd be the, 
weirdos that don't have their face shown and I don't know, or somebody talking about they live in Baltimore, let's link. I don't know, just, you know, weird pictures. <laughs> they live in Baltimore, let's link. <laughs> Talk about Baltimore fam, because a lot of y'all on there. Don't, don't take no offense to that, you? all right? He from D.C., y'all. I'm sorry, okay? Who are you? Like, <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing it like that, you know, so, yeah. Okay, well, awesome. Okay, so they know where to find you. Yes, so, man. good. So, yeah, if you want to book this guy, book this guy for acting events. Mm -hmm. um, I will vouch. Yes. I haven't seen you act, but yes, you have. Oh, actually, yes, I have. Mm -hmm. When he was, that's true. You know what? That is so true because serving is definitely acting. Because don't like nobody when people shit. be like, "How are you so happy?" I don't know if I get I want my tips. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> that's <laughs> you why. You gotta do for right. tips. How I'm am I so happy? Because bitch, I want much money. Okay, Look, it's that's gotten why. so bad at where I work at that they're like, "Yo, we see how you move. You stand like this and." And I'm like, see, that's how I know I'm putting them mark on people. They even have how I'm standing down pat, how my mannerisms and how I'm talking to yeah. the table. And they're just looking at me, and I'm just like, this is the same energy that I'm bringing in front of the camera. Yeah. And people would be like, look look how he's moving. Like, you know, yeah. I'm attracting that. You know, so awesome. that's that's good energy. That's good energy. Yeah. That's good acting. Put it out there, you're going to get it back. Yeah the moral of the story all right well thank you i appreciate this um thank you for joining us today i really appreciate it as always i love you guys very much and stay tuned Mwah. goodbye